0: 55 of book off banter i'm just going to get straight to it we have got an incredible guest we are so so excited to be joined by sarah higgins welcome to the podcast that um
1: that sounds like uh, quite quite a big welcome i feel like i've gotta not let you down now <laughs>
0: i've been like stalking you on social media ever since you did the um the report on being a groom for ali uh,
1: okay yeah <laughs>
0: And I just thought it was absolutely yeah. amazing. Your like hatred of show jumping warm up ju- was yeah. Just, like, yeah, I thought we really, really desperately needed to have you on the podcast. The
1: um, the the show jumping warm up is, um, yeah, it's just not a natural place for me to be really. <laughs> Do you think it's worse than a dressage warm up? Oh my God, so much worse. Really? So much worse. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to go into a dressage warm up on foot is the um first uh thing and secondly people have control of their horses at dress our shows <laughs> show jumping warm-up they do not
0: but you all go um, off yeah different sure. directions. and it's on a
1: surface as well
0: put in you all go in different directions see we've had this before where at least yeah but least, in one way
1: yeah yeah that is that is true but I, I do um yeah, it's just the show jumping warm up is like not a happy place for me. I went, I did the jumps for Alex one year. He was doing, um, he was competing at the uh, venting World Championships at Le Leon. And he, um, he was on a horse that was like really good at dressage and cross country. Not so good at show jumping, but he, anyway, he ended up in like the top, whatever, top few. So I was like doing jumps with William Fox, and Michael Young and like, Oliver and all these people, and I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, do not get this wrong." And uh, yeah, I was dropping poles left, right, and center. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I think that would be fairly terrifying. Imagine woman of all, I would be
0: shaking. Yeah, that that would take it to new yeah. scary heights.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was just sort of like trying to be helpful, and really, it's best just to stand out of the way, basically. <laughs>
0: you get nervous this is just a complete just just popped in my head but do you get nervous when you watch Alex cross country
1: um mm, I use like I was saying normally I would like say I used to not get nervous at all and probably the more I know about it um and yeah the more I know about it the more i see, I probably get more like more nervous um I would say Rightly or wrongly, I'm like a massively competitive person, like actually horribly competitive. So I would say I'm most nervous when he's in a competitive position and I'm like desperate for him to do well. Yeah. Um rather than so much a safety thing. Um <laughs> there's been a couple of horses I've like not enjoyed watching him ride cross-country, but thankfully he doesn't ride them anymore. Um but yeah, I think God, yeah, it's it's at the at the big events, to be honest, what um Tokyo is the worst watching ever because i wasn't there and and watching it on the on the telly and because he'd done such a good test like that was that was the absolute pits um but uh no yeah not not uh, both alex and i pretty laid back people really so um, um yeah it's it's probably enough nerves to make it fun but but not so bad yeah
2: um and how how are you doing yourself now because um you had a bit of a situation at the nationals where your ankle was a bit sore and you yeah, kept spiralling so- on and then you were like no actually it's quite sore and in pure event or tough fashion um turns out it's broken so how are you doing
1: yeah so fine I um so most people that know me would say I'm like the least tough person in the world like very dramatic um complain about most things which I do uh so this is like for me um Apart from being extremely inconvenient, it's quite cool because now everyone's like, oh, maybe she's not such a wuss about everything all the time. Um, But yeah, the anchor's fine. Um, I've actually been away for a couple of weeks with one of my um, clients at some shows. So uh, annoyingly, it's my right leg so I can't drive, which is really, really inconvenient, um, particularly as Alex has just disappeared off to China. Uh, So I've sort of been at, I had been at home not being able to drive. And then I had that horrible flu and uh, yeah, it, was, it had had a couple of weeks of not being so great. But it's yeah it's starting to feel better now. And um, I've just spent the day actually with a good friend of mine, Sam Eckroyd, who is also on the on the bench at the moment after a horrible fall at the beginning of um, beginning of the year. So the two of us have sort of been like, well, we've been out for lunch today. We're like, God, as if we've got time to go out for lunch at 11 o'clock on at 12 o'clock on a Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, So yeah, trying to trying to make the most of um, have some force some forced downtime. Yeah,
0: definitely. So our our idea was to do some number ones with you, because we both decided that we need to channel as much of your dressage diva as we possibly can. So as many tips as we can cram into the episode um, was what we were going to go for. Okay. So my okay. first number one is what is your number one thing that you would look for when you were buying a young horse?
1: Like what would always sell it to you? Um that it's not gonna buck me off. Is that a bad thing to say? <laughs> no, that is a good one to um, say. My number one yeah, I I I don't like falling off. Um so that would be something that is uh looks like I'm going to stay on would be a good would be a good start I've actually spent the evening with the some friends looking at a catalogue actually for Goresbridge sale for rent horses and I and for those I was like it's their head like the look on their face and I think I think I'm quite um, I'm quite uh, shallow probably when it comes to horses and I think um, the expression on their face and like an intelligent eye and uh something that looks looks regal i think would be uh would be something that i would go for in a young horse which is probably technically not the right answer at all yeah i bought my last horse because of its fringe yeah. so you know it's yeah. better than my answer <laughs> yeah no well to be fair the actually the last horse that i bought um had has a fringe we we have now had to uh trim it a little bit but it did actually touch the nose band She looked like a um a mountain of pony but yeah the girls were like we're not flatting that
0: (laughs) it would have been a huge football yeah okay so our next number one is the thing that you're really strict about with the people that you train so say like my trainer all like all of us will say oh god if she says straightness to us one more time
1: um oh gosh I So I don't know whether this is just like people I teach, uh, I've been teaching a lot recently, but everybody at the moment seems to want to ride so fast. And... I do find myself saying to virtually everyone I teach to slow down. I I don't understand why you're in such a rush. You know, like you pay your entry fee. So, in my mind, you should like use that time as as wisely as you can and spend as much time in the arena as possible, not try and get it over and done with. Like, value for money here. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's a good one.
2: Because
0: I went for a dressage lesson. I remember he said, like, Oh, you show jumpers, like you're all like on speed. Why do you trot them like it's a race? You know, let the horse trot.
1: Yeah, and I think um, yeah, definitely like jumper, but even dressage people and, and the worst culprits, and they won't mind me saying this, I have I, I train a few uh, showing people who are very, very good, like like top, top, what won, won lots of things at Hawaii's this year. They are the fastest trotters around. <laughs> and uh yeah <laughs> they would be anybody in any sort of trotting race so yeah I think I think that is my main thing at the moment seems to be with everybody is just slow down don't make it so difficult for yourself yeah that's a good one
0: so our next one is what would be the number one thing that you would tell yourself before you go in the ring oh
1: god so I am somebody who gets very hyperactive, and um when I'm nervous I get even I don't get like massively nervous but um anymore but I you know still at bigger shows when I when I do get nervous I get so hyperactive and um like think loads and loads and loads and loads of different things and I'm terrible you know if if I'm in the working in with people I know, I'm like trying to chat away to them, you know, like just just making my brain, my brain work. So I think like for me, before I go in the arena, I'm just thinking, uh, trying to keep focused by just thinking like one movement at a time and don't don't sort of think about everything in one go and just think, yeah, just w- w- one step at a time, really. Yeah. God, I'm not wanting to chat. I think, are you, you're like me,
0: Chris, aren't you? We're more like green, aren't we? Trying not to vomit.
2: Yeah, that's literally don't vomit. Where the fuck is fence three? Don't vomit. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And for the dressage, no, I'm just- if, I, if I'm doing dressage, then I'm just like, I don't, I don't even, I actually don't even really know what I think about before I go into dressage. You know, I'm one of those really like, my horses are all like, um I don't know, not made designed for purpose. um mm-hmm. And like, I sort of saunter in on a long rain and I'm like, oh, look around, horse, have a look at everything. And all the other people go in and they're like, business. You know trotting on and horse up in front of them and on the bridle and I'm like partering in like small granny going for a sunday hack and I'm sure it's like a really bad first impression because the judges are like are you okay I mean so yeah mostly it's just a bummer <laughs> no thank like thankfully
1: I haven't I've never like never felt that that nervous I, I think I like showing off too much I think that's my problem um it's not just it shows I'm just like too hyperactive in all aspects of life and the more nervous I am the more hyperactive I get (laughs) maybe I shouldn't do dressage actually thinking about it maybe I'd be like super good at show jumping yeah do you jump uh I well do I jump um so have you always been for dressage in my opinion um don who alex has now done the last two olympics on is only so good as an event horse because i started his jumping career um because i cannot see a stride like i mean if i i sort of can see a stride a sort of one out of 10 times but uh, i can identify when i'm missing and for some reason (laughs) i don't like follow my own advice and i just go extremely fast at the fence so I have made that horse very careful because <laughs> uh, I yeah I think um, that was I I do, I do who else have I jumped I used to um, I've jumped some of, again of Sam McQuoid's horses and fell off and broke my tib and fib the oh, other Jesus ankle. Christ. Um, no way. so that was a that was a no um, I think the last time I jumped was on a horse of mine which is a Pre Saint George horse and I don't know why there was like there was a gate up in the arena. We, Alex and I always have like the same argument because he's always putting show jumps up. I'm always taking them down and putting an arena out. And there was a fence up and it was about a meter, which for me is like enormous. And I was in my dressage saddle and for some reason decided that I was going to jump this gate. Bloody hell. And just approach the fence. and they're like two, two strides out. I was like, I don't want to jump it anymore. <laughs> so they started pulling on the reins. At which point the horse was like, well, I'm sort of going now and crashed through it. Um, so, yeah, uh, I do. I do sometimes jump. I'm terrible at it. And everybody tries to uh, tries to make me um, avoid at all costs.
2: But you have to place your strengths as well, because I actually have the statistic that I grabbed from um, Equi Ratings which is that riders with the lowest average dressage score from five or more starts at four star and above in 2021 alex is the top of the list um from eight He's starts, not good an at average of, jumping. it's got an average of 24.7 of a dressage score of an average from eight starts at that level so yeah. i'm wondering like do you school as horses or like what's his magic <laughs> trick <laughs>
1: um so Alex is really good dressage like I could because he's in China as well so at the moment so he and he's there for a little while so there's like absolutely no way that he could hear me saying this or probably listen to it for a bit so I could say yes I ride them all the time and just pop him on um, when he he goes to events but that isn't true Um, he is really really talented on the flat and he has some posh dressage horses Um, I do help them with him um, I do help him with them a bit um we and I do ride them a bit, but yeah he, he's he's he is probably more of a perfectionist actually than I am um on the flat um and yeah he's just irritatingly good he's done he did i think he's done two or three premier League shows dressage with his event horses and he's won every single time um the That's, worst that one was we did <laughs> yeah so my premier league he did a few years on don who he took to to tokyo and he was doing the advanced medium and i was like oh you should bring don it'll be like really good you know experience for him a bit more va- bit more atmosphere all this sort of stuff and i had a horse i was taking a horse as well who i was like absolutely convinced i was gonna win on um and at MySco they have really cool rugs and sashes and you get a bunch of flowers to canter around with for the prize giving and alex won and i think i was like third or something and i cried the whole like like not i like i mean this wasn't that long ago this is like i I wasn't a child i was i mean this is like sort of five six years ago we had a mounted prize giving which I had to do even though I didn't want to because the owner of the horse was there and I was like you know she was excited that he's in the prize giving. I cried walking around before the prize giving. I cried in the prize giving (laughs) and I sat in the passenger seat and cried the whole way home. (laughs) Yeah I love that
0: so much.
1: So So now are you hiding all the
0: schedules and he's like there doesn't seem to be much dress
1: on. yeah he's like not really allowed to do that anymore or <laughs> well, he can he can as long as it's um not not, not in the same class as me <laughs> honestly though it's my life
0: goal to win a sash like i right i have not got a sash in my life and it really upsets me but the problem is i'm really i'm dawdly i always go round the houses i don't like to commit right. to like you know a really tight turn or something so I'm never going to win a sash. Right. I might as well just buy one at this point because... Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah I, well, I I live for sashes. I totally, like, totally live for sashes. Even when I've won classes that I know they weren't that competitive or I thought oh, I didn't really deserve to win, that doesn't take away from the sash at all for me. Like, it's all it's all about, yeah, it's all about it. And it, there's a sash, it's a yeah, sash. Yeah, that would still be... yeah Yeah. i've been to so there's an event near us called elon lodge which is um i've been to a couple of times with alex and some other clients and you seem to win a sash in every single section there so i thought i have considered like entering a be80 or something and just like praying to god i can get around the show jumping because i thought oh well it's another place to win a sash (laughs) I'm
2: definitely it. My son it. Is, um, My son has won a sash. I've never won a sash either, but my son has, and he's he won that when he was four. Um, and it's it's a turquoise sash and it's actually hanging up I have a loo of interest of one of the downstairs loo really plain loo and it's like basically I hang all the nice pictures of the horses and fun days out and rosettes and shit in there just to make it you know less dull whatever actually it's to try and big myself up when I'm really depressed I have to go into the loo and think about all the things I have actually done well occasionally but it's all overshadowed anyway because his sash is in there and I don't have a sash (laughs) And he, yeah,
1: yeah, I wouldn't he, let he, him have it there. I would. I'd be like, <laughs> you can have that in your own room, but I don't want to look
2: at <laughs> <Yeah>. it. Yeah, <laughs> no, he, he, and he, he won that for for a family pony. So family ponies where it's at. Like if you want Sasha's,
0: yeah, do yeah. anything. Yeah. You know,
2: family put po- whatever it takes. I'm,
0: okay, I'm looking to <laughs> lodge. Look we'll yeah. Henry and Molly out. Done. I know. Okay, so <laughs> our next our next number one is what is your number one worst
1: horse decision.
0: This is just to make us feel better about ourselves
1: worst horse decision yeah god i mean there's like so many (laughs) yeah we make multiple so so many i mean um i've like bought horses that were terrible 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 decision i've got um worst horse decision yeah i i mean like i would say i do this on a date like near daily basis is make make bad decisions with things um I mean if it if like things as small as if we where uh, the girls have just blown the yard or swept the yard and I bring the horse out of the stable with its um without picking its feet out I mean that is a pretty bad decision on my yeah. behalf I that is uh that's something that I live to regret um worst horse decision that's quite I'm gonna have to come back to that one whilst because I I feel like there's there's um if it helps many of them
0: I think my one is still probably the Irish cob that I bought to produce which as it came off in the middle of the night the Irish transporter said this thing is a bit lively my husband said if an Irish transporter says it's a bit lively it's a bit fucking lively Katie and sure
1: enough (laughs) it was a bit lively yeah yeah no I I think um I have like I bought horses, I bought one of my favourite horses I've ever had from a sales um, and I was very drunk when I did it and that, but then that ended up being like actually quite a good decision. Uh, me and my mum bought a horse unseen um, off an ad I'd seen on Facebook this is probably one of the worst decisions and Alex is going to hate me telling this story because it's actually entirely his fault and um yes I bought mum and I decided we'd buy this I can't remember it was like a three or four year old something it's like it looks super flashy uh black sparkly shiny thing it was down south somewhere it was it wasn't a lot of money uh we we found out why um so I said to Alex oh this is when we before we'd moved in together and he was living down in London I was like oh would you go and look at this horse um before we pay for it so he went to see it and it was like oh yeah it seems great it seems really really nice so he had it vetted and then mum and I went down to pick it up and it walked out of the stable and I've never seen a hock like move like it. it looked like its whole joint was sort of flopping out to the side when it moved with this one hot it was all it looked it looked like there was a tennis ball on the side of its hock that sort of moved Brilliant. back and forth <laughs> and I said to Alex like um did you not notice this did you have and like oh no I didn't but I can totally see what you mean now <laughs> and then we spoke to the vet who vetted it and he was like oh yes we had noticed that but um they say we didn't think it was late we didn't say it was lame because we said it had a irregular movement or we thought it had an an irregularity of pace but it wasn't unsound so I was like so anyway we didn't even end up we didn't get our money back we didn't want the horse (laughs) so basically we gave somebody some money for a horse which we never saw again and we did we were like there's no point even bringing this thing back so yeah that was that was a that was a that was a bad horse decision yeah i feel like that was alex's fault and a (laughs) vet
0: yeah definitely okay what about your number one exercise that you use to improve your horses do you have like a real go-to
1: um big fan of a leg yield big fan Mm. of i feel like leg yielding is like is pretty useful for most things Spooky. It's good for spooky horses. It's good for lazy horses. It's good for sharp horses. It's good for stiff horses. It's good for horses that want to go too fast. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a. Uh, I would say that's probably my go-to thing for yeah. for um for most of them. And what
0: about something that you would tell other riders?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I think like I tell other riders a lot of stuff. That I shouldn't do probably I think to be honest like it's to chill the hell out I um I say I've I feel like uh Alex and I are both pretty laid-back people and I haven't always been but I sort of you know you go through periods of time where things are a bit more stressful and stuff but I think on the whole people can take uh riding horses and and competing and stuff like way way too seriously and I know I shouldn't say that because that is my job but like at the end of the day it's just trotting circles and uh, I've been with Anna Ross um, all week in France and she said got to calm down you know you're just trotting circles in a sandpit compared to you know what doctors and nurses are doing and stuff like that so yeah I think I think I, I, I think I do tell I, I would say a lot of my friends and stuff who, um, who probably a little bit more a little bit more stressed about stuff than me yeah tell, tell them to calm down it's, That's amazing uh, about, advice about tests. yeah I think for I think for most things really I think it's sort of um it's very easy to to get sort of sucked into thinking that one show or one test or one round of jumps is the end of the world and and the reality of it is it's sort of pretty pretty unimportant compared to most things
0: and what about on the yard are you quite like chilled with sort of routines and or are you quite regimented and structured across
1: um so we have we've got quite a big yard we've got about we've got 25 horses so we have a uh, girl girl say girl uh, lady um kate who runs the yard for us um and i would say you have fairly regimented in our day-to-day routine because we need to be with with that many horses um but I would say with, I, I would hope that our yard's got a pretty pretty laid-back sort of atmosphere about it um I'm not a I'm not a particularly precious person um with the horses I I think horses I, I can't I don't I don't like high pressure situations and I don't like it's intense and I don't like I like it to be a relaxed pace because I like the horses to be relaxed because I haven't got the energy to deal with horses that are badly behaved and tense and upset and all that sort of stuff and highly strung. So um, yeah, I think I think we're pretty I think pretty pretty chilled yard and it's all yeah. The only thing I can't bear is shouting. I cannot bear shouting on the yard if it's like shouting across the yard at other people. I can't bear shouting at horses. I just can't bear shouting, which Fair I enough. may be a bit weird, but I just yeah, I I can't deal with all that screaming and shouting at horses and things. I just it, it, that yeah. would be but I think yeah, I, I think, think that's a nice pretty, one, pretty relaxed about most things. I think um I think who runs the yard probably wishes sometimes Alex and I were a little bit more um concerned about stuff, mainly paperwork, but um but yeah. No, try try to keep everything pretty chilled. And do, are you very much like
0: you'll tailor things to each horse, or is it more of a kind of general? They all do this. Um,
1: yeah, I think I think yes for sure. If if it needs to be, but to be honest, most of the horses, I, I don't the yard our yard. They seem to be pretty chilled on anyway. You know, they're all in quite a um, sort of similar routine. Um, so I I tend to find like we have the odd one with a few quirks and stuff, but I tend to find that they, if you, if if they're kind of doing enough and um, um, occupied enough, they don't they don't particularly need special, you know. We've I say we've got one that Don actually, my horse that Alex rides that won't go into a stable. You know, he's we have a like we thirty or forty minute job each day getting him into a stable, which is which is a challenge, but oh um, yeah, I say with with most of them, I think I, I hope because you've got quite a relaxed attitude about the place, and yeah, um, they they kind of fairly fit into fit into a decent routine, really.
0: And do you have any equipment that you particularly love or think really is good for the horses?
1: Um, I like. I'd say I'm probably quite old-fashioned in this sort of thing, and I think riding them (laughs) to be the best flight equipment. (laughs) Um, Me and Krista are all about tack shops,
0: aren't we? It's any excuse. We were hoping you were going to give us a shopping list here.
1: (laughs) Honestly, I'm, like, nothing particularly... Yeah, we, we, we don't particularly use anything... Uh, I mean we have like physios come to the yard and stuff and do the horses but other than that I'm quite fussy about saddles right. um around my saddle for you I'm not like as in for like, me like, yeah and for the horses and me and for the horses Alex and I are lucky to lucky enough to be sponsored by Prestige um so we have and have been for a long long time so we like know that range of saddles like inside out and back to front and and like so that that was sort of Super onto, but other than that, I'm like, I'm not a, not into fancy bits. I don't like messing around with bridles. Yeah, I just, I just riding them. <laughs> That's as technical as we get, really.
0: You're so low like maintenance, so you've put I us like to shame. A next you like a neck like strap. Yeah, yeah. I'll see, like, a sissy strap as it. Can't get the hang of it. It really annoys my trainer. Because, like, especially now we're bringing the young ones on, she's like, everything should have a neck strap on. But yeah, I can't I get coordinated that. enough in the moment to grab the neck
2: strap. Practice. Yeah. Ride more dickhead horses and then you'll have a damp app. Krista, that's not the case. Seriously. It's, not I do like, I just...
1: it's like, um, if you, it's one of those things like, if I think something's going to be naughty and I put a neck strap on, then they tend not to be whereas if i don't then they tend to be a problem so I've, i i probably've actually never used an extra strap because they're usually good when i put one on <laughs> well
0: maybe that's the plan maybe i just need to do that then yeah so we had a well this is supposed to be just a real quick fire Round me and Krista played it last week and it took us like about an hour because neither of us occasionally. I was going to say, any is like Sarah, stop
1: giving such long answers?
0: No, yeah, no, quick questions. <laughs> this was they weren't quick questions, but this was we made like a little quick fire thing, but then we tried to do it and we're rubbish at quick fire. So the first one is Meryl
1: Gelding,
2: mm,
1: Gelding, just. But I, I, I'm actually really not fussed between either. Not a big fan of stallions.
0: Uh clipped or summer coat? Summer coat. Sharp
1: horse or cold horse? Sharp, because I make everything lazy. Yeah. Oh really? Because you're probably so yeah. laid back. So you're just- yeah, out. everything. I've, every, if any of my friends have got anything that's like badly behaved or stuff for a show, I'm like, I'll give it to me for a couple of weeks. I'll be kicking it around next time. <laughs> Krista,
0: we need to get our scent
1: along <laughs> with yeah, this. Seriously, that, that's not flattering for me either. That's not good, is it? That's not a good quality to have as a dressage rider. But it well, is. It's, true, yeah. it is.
2: It is a good quality, though. <laughs> I'm sure it is a good quality. Because, like, I don't know. Sometimes, like, I suppose the, the, the way dressage is going now. You know, like it's really stand out the horses that are kind of just a bit more relaxed and that bit sort of more content yeah. in their training. Um, yeah, I think. I'm not, not generalising here, but there are still some that come out and look like they've been plugged into the overheads. Yeah, so yeah. If able to have that relaxation for the horse, then I yeah, it's probably great.
1: Yeah, indoor arena or outdoor arena? Uh, indoor, one thousand percent. I'm a, I am like, and I don't feel ashamed about to say it. I am a hundred and ten percent a fair weather rider. Yeah. We wish we would, don't we? One
0: hundred percent. I am. I just
1: can't yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I have like the most respect out of everybody that rides. I have the most respect for people that work, you know, like nine to five jobs, and then come of an evening and ride outside in the winter. I just think that's like, I mean, a that's commitment. me. A commitment. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A uh, big horse or small horse? Big. Oh, really? yeah How, any particular
1: reason or because I'm not the smallest person in the world right <laughs> um I, I actually have I'm riding a horse at the moment that is quite little um but yeah no I like I um, like big horses although I did fall off a horse the, the horse I've fallen off um that I've injured my ankle on was about 18 hands so yeah maybe if it had been the smaller one it would be been all right.
0: <laughs> yeah bloody hell that's fair. that's big
1: uh show gear or every day every day 100 percent, 100 percent, and i'm incredibly lucky to be sponsored by per and um oh. so yeah i their clothes that every i mean their show clothes are lovely as well but their everyday clothes i'm like i do plan an outfit every day to go to the yard do you <laughs> yeah i do yeah if i do that. i
0: that's amazing yeah, we've talked about that because if you're in horsey stuff every day like it should look really nice and horsey stuff now can be so beautiful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I would, I'm not saying I get it right all the time, but I would, I would, I think because, because that's like all, you know, like what I wear all day, every day and, and we've got mirrors now in our indoor school. So I also <laughs> try to look nice. I do. Um, I love horsey clothes at home. Yeah.
0: Do you have any tips for getting white jods white? Because dressage breaches are spandangly white aren't
1: they yeah um alex actually does (laughs) most of the washing (laughs) yeah so i don't you probably have to ask him about that one don't ride in the rain that is the best way to keep white chocolate white um yeah and i think i think he puts vanish in them but i don't i don't know about that (laughs) okay we, we need to try and get alex
0: on for his tips matchy matchy or anything goes um
1: matchy matchy, but I'm not a big um like matchy colours fan. I like black or white or navy, which I know is very boring. Having said that, I have just received like uh the most fluorescent um sparkly pink Escadron outfit, which is pretty cool. But yeah, I would I would I'm like historically a rather dull black or navy or white matchy person so, yeah yes. but
0: no that's kind of what we both said wasn't it we like things to match but we're not so much all kind of matchy color yeah um yeah, boots, boots or bandages
1: uh boots 99 percent of the time stable or turned out I mean the thing is whatever I say to this question you just get (laughs) abused
0: we we did a little disclaimer so to be fair to you we did a disclaimer on ours saying that this didn't mean that you weren't going to do the other one so we both preferred them stabled even though they were they were going to be turned out but just like we like yeah be safe
1: yeah yeah so ours (laughs) are ours the majority of our horses are stabled at night and then turned out in the day um apart from some apart from one of mine who is very badly behaved and he looks out all of the time right grey or bay that's a good question uh, yeah i'm gonna have to say bay because i actually haven't got a great horse at the moment however i did spend the whole week last week we were in france saying to uh, Miss Rao, my Chinese client, that um, I really, really, really want a Lusitano. Oh, really? Yeah, they're beautiful, aren't they? Yeah. So that is now, now my any Lusitano owners out there, I am the rider for you.
0: <laughs> is that because y- you don't see so many? Do they not tend
1: to get scored as highly as Warmbloods? Is that like a thing, or? Um, I think I think probably historically, yes. <laughs> um and they're just the traditional ones that maybe don't have the same swing maybe in their body would be the best way to describe it um as warm bloods they've got things that they're like re- really good at much better than much better than a warm blood and then things that are not so good um but the more modern types now are um sort of more athletic looking yeah. and have a bit more swing in their swing about them so yeah i'm now I'm now on the hunt for a little That's your goal, yeah. Yeah. Bling or plain? Bling. Bling every day of the week. Yeah, much to Alex's disgust. Yeah, that's not such an inventor mm. thing, is it? No, but he, uh, to be fair, he, do, he does wear a diamante browband now for dressage, but it's taken me 10 years to get that to... Oh get that to happen yeah you just keep putting it on he keeps like the jumps he keeps
0: taking it back off
1: yeah yeah no I think he's it's like it, say it's taken him a while it's I've sort of nailed that and now we're moving on to dressage flats is is, is the next thing that we've got to got to um tackle with him this was this is a bit of a pointless one for you jump or flat um, flat yeah I think for everybody's benefit Especially especially when the NHS are under such pressure at the moment.
0: Irish or continental horse? Uh, continental,
1: but I do love Irish horse as well.
0: And brown or black tack? Uh,
1: Black, yeah, black. But I do love brown tack too, but yeah, black.
0: You were so much better at that than us. We, honestly, <laughs> the tangents that we went off on was like ridiculous. <laughs> and the disclaimers <laughs> that we had to put on everything. Like, we are- I know, well, that's
1: it, like, yeah, you have to be careful, don't you? Things get missed.
0: Uh... Yeah, we spend our life saying like, but we, we don't disagree with that. It's just not what we <laughs> would do with ours. <laughs> yeah, that's been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. And if ever you and Alex would like to come on, we would absolutely love to do like a horsey Mr. and Mrs. version. Okay. So if you could okay. ever persuade him <laughs> when you're persuading him for bling. Yeah.
1: Um, if you... To be fair, it's, um, uh, he's he's been in hotel quarantine now for like two and a half weeks. So I think oh. uh, he, he'd do most things now too um, that weren't sat in a hotel room. it's so frustrating when you're used to being out on the
0: yeah. yard and like so busy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so, so much. We really appreciate that. No problem. No thank problem. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks a million.
1: Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks, bye Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. <laughs> We're gonna end it there. Thank you so much to Sarah. It was absolutely amazing to have her on. And give her a follow on social media. And um, Krista's gonna make sure that we add it onto our page. And please keep sending us your stories and questions to bookoffbanter at gmail.com or book of on